What's up, guys? I'm TJ Trepanier, and this is the Rudd's Racing Unlocked Podcast, where we will be discussing all aspects of racing and what it takes to get out on the track. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to another episode of Rudd's Racing Unlocked Podcast. I'm here with DJ, obviously, and then our guest here is Adam. What's your last name? Billings. Billings. Okay, Adam Billings. He is the drift guy for Rudd's Racing. How's it going, man? Pretty good. Stoked to be here. Yeah. How's the week been going for you so far? Not bad. Yeah. Um, like, I guess New Year. I'm just, like, plugging away at work. New Year? Yeah, there you yeah. go. It's <laughs> like, it was after the holidays, like, tough to go back on Monday. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, that's right. We're, we have a job to do. Yeah, yeah. I know that's the same way with me. I went back to work, and I was just like, man, this kind of sucks. Can we just keep these holidays going? <laughs> Let me keep relaxing and eating. <laughs> right? Exactly. Get my fat ass on. Um, but all right, so what we're going to be going over today is kind of how um, Adam got into everything with us and how his car has been progressing. And then towards the end, we're going to talk a little bit more about um, anybody that's interested in getting into drifting, you know, kind of how he did it and any tips that he can give to everybody. So let's go ahead and jump into it. You know, let's a little bit about your background, kind of where you grew up. Um, like I said, social security number, uh, what you make before taxes and that type of stuff, if yeah, you don't yeah. mind. Um, so what to make before taxes? Not a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I grew up around here, like in the suburbs of Chicago. So I grew up in Glen Ellen. I've lived in Wheaton, uh, Elmhurst. Uh, I went to school up in Minnesota for a couple of years. Nice. When I got my bachelor's degree. So that was kind of cool. Where'd you go in Minnesota? What school? It was uh, St. Mary's University of Winona. Is that a dry campus? Uh, no, it was not. Oh, really? It's yeah, not? No. Oh, I went to Carthage in uh, Kenosha, and that was a dry campus, surprisingly. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't very dry. I probably would have done better if it was a dry campus, but... No, it, it, it was dry campus. It wasn't dry. There was said, there's like a liquor everywhere. store like less than five miles away from there. And yeah, it was, we, we could walk anywhere and get liquor. I was gonna say, it's not it. like you're in Utah where it's hard to buy booze. No, it was retarded because we would bring suitcases out and fill the beer and everything with suitcases and then bring it up to the dorm rooms. So it, it's... Anyways, let's get back. We just talked about how this was going to happen. <laughs> All right, so you grew up around this area, went to uh, school in Minnesota, um, came back here then obviously after getting your bachelor's. Yeah. What did you get your bachelor's in? Uh, law enforcement, actually. Jesus. I know. What are you doing now? Uh, so I am a technician at Aston Martin Maserati. How the fuck did that happen? I was just about to say, that's a much different yeah. scenario there. No, no, so I, like, I didn't get a, a law enforcement job right away, um, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so I was working at Oberweiss Dairy. Okay. I was like a store manager for them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. This is not where it's at. The milk didn't make it worth it? Because that's no, good. I mean, I ate ice cream every day, so that was awesome. Oh, <laughs> Sometimes you're sitting there and you're like, man, I should stop eating this. It doesn't even taste good anymore. You're like crying. Like, but I, <laughs> I just can't stop. It's so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I like I quit that and then got a job at Midas. Okay. As like a, like a lube tech, essentially. Yeah. And then I went to um, College of DuPage, their auto program. Okay. And so I like did that and just kept trying to get a better job until okay. progressing from there and going and going and going. Yeah. Nice. So it was nice. way better than both of those careers. So did you just say like, fuck even trying to go for law enforcement anymore? I just kind of like the car stuff or you're yeah. just like, all right. Yeah. I was like at Oberweiss, I'm like, man, like what do I really like? And I'm like, oh, cars. Yeah. I should do that. So. I probably should have done something like that, but I just, I stuck it out in business. I don't know. I don't being, like in the, being in the car industry, like. Here's different. Like your car industry, like is totally like. Well, Maserati. I hate that. I hated like I liked the dealer life, but the stress that it brought and like the customers complaining all the time and like shit like that. I was like, no, nah, not for me. 
<laughs> are you on flat rate or are you like the uh, hourly? I'm hourly, which okay, is so nice. That's probably why you like it. Yeah. Flat I, was at, rate I was at a different job and I was flat rate and that was brutal because like I wasn't the one in the shop that got the juice. And so, oh, right. and you know, and it was, I didn't have as much experience. So even if I had, I probably wouldn't have made right. like really good money. So. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. How did you guys meet then? Facebook. Yeah. Really? It was just <laughs> through Facebook? Yeah. Okay. So, so, um, cause you posted in, um, GLD drift page mm-hmm. and you said, Hey, like, this is my shop. I want to bring uh-huh. on a drifter and I want to like sponsor someone, um, to get kind of like my shop out there. Mm-hmm. And I looked at that and I was like, this is a joke. Like no one, no, this isn't for real. I'm pretty so. sure you and like 90% of the other people thought it was a joke too. Yeah. No, I was, I like laughed, took a screenshot and then sent it to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look at this. And, um, JR was like, oh no, that that's actually, I know him. He's legit. I was like, oh, no way. Oh, shit. Let me, uh, Facebook. Yeah, let me contact him. So I did. Um, but I didn't, I didn't get it. No, he, well, he didn't get the drift. It's because the first person was supposed to get the cage done at cost. Mm-hmm. That was like the deal. What I could offer at that time Yeah, was, hey, I want to sponsor one of you guys with a roll cage, but you got to pay the cost of the material, but I'll do any style of cage you want. Back half, full drift cage, FD spec, whatever. You just got to buy the material and I'll sponsor the rest. So yeah, everyone kind of just, you know, a bunch of people sent me things like I just I told people email me or whatever. Message me what you got, pictures, blah blah, and dude, uh, it just flooded. I remember I was going up north for the first time and like I had no service. So like when I hit a spot of service, it was like but ding 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 and I'm like, "Holy oh, shit, shit, what the fuck did I do?" And yeah. I went from that and I had to narrow it down. A bunch of people were like Choose this guy. This guy wants it. This person deserves it. Blah blah. Whatever. I remember seeing on the post that there was a lot of people commenting with other on this right. on each picture. There was like fifteen comments. Oh my god! I tried to stay off of that. I was like, I don't need to be like a part of this part. Of yeah. <laughs> like obviously, me going through it, I wanted a car that was either like had potential or the person just seemed right. Mm-hmm. And I narrowed it down to like ten people out of like I want to say there was at least like. 40 people that entered or whatever said somebody or someone's brother's cat's a good drifter or something. So I narrowed it down to like 10 people and then I narrowed that 10 people down and as blah, blah. Came down to just a couple people like Adam. There was another dude where his dad, his son was going to be a drifter, but he was only like 12 or 13. His dad wanted to get the car done. That was cool. That is some, cool, actually. Some chick, I don't remember her name. That came down. I don't remember what the car was either, but and then Adam. So then there was those five people, and then oh, Bob was one of those people. Mm-hmm. And then I narrowed it down to just Adam and Bob, and then I had Bob come to the shop, and we talked, and then like he just hit it off like he was a smooth talker and mm-hmm. pretty much talked his way in. A bunch of people recommended him, and he seemed like a good fit, and he does good things for the drift community from what I was seeing from everybody. So I let him win. So he was the one that got the sponsored cage. Okay. And then, yeah, Adam just so, slipped in my DMs. Slide yeah. in. So slid in, baby. I slid into the DMs. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know, like, th- you know, thanks for taking a look at me. Um, is, you know, what would you have liked to see so that I could be more attractive to, like, other, you know, companies sponsors, or shops yeah. or sponsors or mm-hmm. something like that? Um, and the response that I got back was, well, you know, that's very, like, forward of you. We really like that. Um, if you want, you can come on as, like, a, we have, like, a package that would work in this situation. Yeah. 
And I was like, obviously, I would love to do that. Mm -hmm. I was very excited. Yeah, that's awesome. I was just like, wait, someone's actually reaching out to me, wanting to better themselves, not asking me for anything. Because, dude, people come in here all the time. Asking for me, Can I have that shift not for free? Whatever. He wasn't asking for anything. He was just wanting to better himself and progress the sport for him. And I was like, wait, wait, someone actually is not asking me for something, wants to better themselves. I'm like, well, we have to help this dude. Yeah, and that's how the culture is around here as well, too. Everybody right. that you've brought around and been keeping around has, like, that nobody asks for anything. Everybody just wants to get better and keep building within the sport, it, whether it's drifting, road course, fucking circle track, dirt rack, dirt rack, dirt, dirt track, dirt rack. <laughs> dirt rack. <laughs> um, so, all right, so after that, what was the next step with it? Um, you guys started getting together. Did he come to some events or kind of what, what uh, kind of coincided with it? Yeah, so, I mean, I think we talked about, like, this is like the kind of, this is where I want to go with like what I'm working on. Like my, I guess you'd call my program. This mm-hmm. is what I want to go. Um, this would be the type of, you know, cage that we'd be looking at. Uh, and DJ was like, yeah, I can do all of that. Like this, I did a bunch, he did a bunch of research actually. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, I'm um, looking at, I was like looking at the FD rule book. I was like, all right, so I need like this stuff. But I don't know what any of this yeah. stuff is, you know, I can cage dimensions and yeah, um, it's fucking whole different world yeah, i know, you know exactly what you're talking about the rule book is like 10 pages long or whatever and like three or four pages is the cage yeah <laughs> so it's like all right cool um so he didn't he looked at it and he was like yep like no problem i got you you know so we set up time to drop off the car uh it was done so fast mm-hmm. and unfortunately like i had covid when it was done oh shit. i was so bummed i couldn't even like go up there Do to anything. get it <laughs> yeah um so one of my like best friends picked the car up for me okay and brought it back to my house so how'd that make you feel that your best friend saw everything and drove it and all oh, they, that they stuff were sending you. me pictures his girlfriend was with him and she was like so she got to like be in the car before i was <laughs> i think we did that cage and no bullshit a week no i think it was like you yeah. dropped it off on like the middle or a weekend or something and then the following week we were done by that friday yep and it's awesome i do think i went over there when it was at your house and yeah. i was fucking around with something and it was like halfway done and then i seen you post like three days later and it was completely done i was like what the fuck i made the happen? main hoop twice in that car in a of, week yeah, because the first one didn't fit good enough for me. So I made it. I remade it. It fits uh-huh. really, really well. Yeah? Yeah, because, like, in the Miata, there's not a lot of space, right? Oh, no way. No. Newsflash. Newsflash. So, you know, it had in, like, I'm not a really large person, but I'm not tiny either. Mm-hmm. So I had to have enough space to drive. and um, Some elbow room, basically, to kind of get through everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, plus, I didn't cut the, uh, like, the doors out. So a lot of, like, competition-style cars. We'll have like no glass. Yeah. 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 So, but I wanted to keep glass because I want to do a series where it's like a street style as well. So you need like full interior in the front half of the car. Really? Or as full interior as you can have with like a roll cage and that kind of stuff in. That's sweet. I didn't even know about that. Yeah. I'm pretty out of the drift loop. So that's, I'm kind of excited to hear all that's this right. stuff. I'm like stuff. very into the drift loops. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, that one's called Drift Indie Street League. Really? Yeah. I think they're actually in Ohio, but. I was about to say, is that local or so obviously Ohio? Yeah. I think it's a roughly four or five hour drive from here. Oh, that's not too bad. No. It's not too bad. All right. So then after the cage. Picked it up. Best friend picked it up. Had to get a new windshield. Oh, yeah. How'd that happen? Because he wanted to keep glass. I had to fucking tell him no. <laughs> yeah. I, back then, I didn't take windows out when I did the cages. Oh, you broke it? And I broke it. You broke it? <laughs> and then the later, a couple months later, I left my hood pins open at an event. I <laughs> oh, entered, no. I went third gear onto the uh, the skid pad, and my hood came up. And I sent him a picture, and I was like, DJ, the crack came back in the glass. <laughs> and it was shattered. For a second, I was like, wait. 
Did I, I bought him a brand new windshield. How the fuck did it crack again? This is my fault. Yeah, and then they said the hood flew up. I was like, God damn it. Yep. <laughs> like looked at the response and was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's kind of how you got into it. Um, let's kind of switch gears and talk about, you know, how you really got into drifting, how you started, what kind of uh, drove your ambition to get into that. Yeah. So I started like started driving and stuff. I did autocross. Okay. Um, like twenty twelve. I think is when I started. Mm-hmm. So I did like autocross and then my friends convinced me to go to the track, which was awesome. So I started yeah. doing track driving. Um, but I saw like a video, I think it's a Ryan Turk video of him drifting like in a forest preserve or something like that. And I was like, that is really, really cool. I and this like was, this. <laughs> yeah. And I look back on it and I think it's like, like just an SR and he's got like stock handbrake. And oh, really? It's a really basic car. Cause it's seven or eight years old now. Um, but I remember like, like, oh, that's so sick. I should do that. And I just didn't. Yeah. So like it could be this easy to do it pretty much. Like that's yeah. what I would have been thinking at least about it. Yeah. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. I'm just going to keep autocrossing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so and then I had this like $500 Miata mm-hmm. that was like rusty and I didn't care about it. And we went like snow drifting with it. We had um, we cut the factory handbrake oh, and welded on a Ford tow adjustment tool. So it was essentially, it looked like a hydro. Really? Except it was just the stock, you know, handbrake. Yeah. So we would go like ripping around in the snow. I was like, oh, this is so sick. Um, I totally know what I'm doing right now. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to fly and I'm so good at this. Yeah. And um, so I was like, well, maybe I should actually try this, but I don't want to spend any money. Yeah. <clears throat> so the I, cheapest way possible, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't have a lot of money at that point either. And so, not that I have any now, but <laughs> just... Hey, I'm still waiting for the social security number. Yeah, right. Let's get things. <laughs> story of our life, no money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Racing with no money is definitely the story of every racer's life I pretty think much until you're yeah. like a professional level and someone's yeah. paying you to do it. Yep. Yeah. Or you got friends that own Lambos. Yeah. <laughs> Someday. Um, so, so you kept going into it. You were doing it in the backyard or in like parking yeah. lots and shit. Just like, honestly, out. just in the snow. Yeah. And so... um yeah, and then one day I was like, all right, we're going to do this. So I bought, like, max beating rod coilovers okay. for, like, 200 bucks, And they didn't, they didn't ride terrible, like, to be honest. I daily did with them. They were, like, really? they weren't brutal. They're terrible coilovers, but, like. That's, that's good to know that they weren't <laughs> terrible because they're on my BMW. Really? That might be tough because it's heavier. <laughs> but <laughs> Well, you know, $800 that's BMW, sweet, $300 set of coilovers. <laughs> and I just fixed it the other day, so. Oh, heck yeah. We'll talk about that later. Um, we'll get into it. <clears throat> But yeah, so I like threw some coilovers on there. I did get, uh, I got a roll bar, like a hard dog roll bar mm-hmm. with the harness bar and like in it already. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, if I do flip regardless it's of how much. Yeah, yeah. Like, I need something. Exactly. I don't want to die over this. Some type of safety. <laughs> yeah. So we like jammed a mini Cooper, like muffler on the back of it <laughs> and then got some extended lower, um, ball joints. Okay. And, like that was it. It's like, all right, cool. Let's go to the track. Let's try it. Like open diff. Stock power, stock airbox, <laughs> one wheel peel, everything yeah, just going. <laughs> it was like, but it worked. Really? For, yeah, it was really, it was tough because uh, it would come around really fast. So we had to like, in transition, you had to hit the brake to settle the car down because if you didn't, it would loop. Um, so like, but you learned a lot. Right? Yeah, um, I have heard well from our racing that if you have don't have a car that's very well set up, you learn more about your driving skill and how to figure it out when you actually have your set up car. And like, it just teaches you more and more as you go. Oh yeah. I think that's for sure true. And definitely true in this case. Cause like by the end of the first year with that, like open diff Miata, we, we could like drive it. We could drift it normally, if you will. Right. You just had to commit <laughs> really hard on the entry. And then 
sometimes you would feel like the one tire light up and you would start going straight and you're like, no, 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 like, no, no. clutch kick, clutch kick, clutch <laughs> kick. Hopefully that it will like break them loose again. Um, what was the first track that you went to then? What was that track that you went? Uh, Great Lakes Dragway. Great Lakes? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I did like two years on the skid pad mm-hmm. and then two years. I think it was two years and then went to uh, us air up in shano oh nice yeah how was that that was awesome that felt like going to the big leagues so my car like right now it's wrapped and it looks pretty yeah um back then it was like mismatched body panels still uh pulled up and i was like oh we're all the, these we're really th- nice drift cars around yeah people <laughs> yeah. with like really baller wheels and yeah. like custom paint jobs yep. and there's like my mismatched miata yep. it's like sweet I mean, you kind of got the same thing going on. I showed up to uh, Grid Life with a circle track car. So. <laughs> I heard that, yeah. Hey, I was listening on the Slip Angle podcast this morning that the Miata that drifts in Grid Life now um, was one of the fan favorites because it was, like, more basic looking and it was just a Miata, so people were geeking on it. So that was on the podcast that they released this morning. So really if you want to listen to it, go check it out, Slip Angle. Anyways. Anyways, no, 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 no. racing. Shameless, shameless plug for slip angle. <laughs> but hey, right. we got to butter up Adam because we're trying to get uh, other Adam in the grid life this year. Okay, so slip angle. Let's talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, so then after that, after you kind of went to the Great Lakes, um, how did you progress from there? Yeah, so um, I bought I bought my angle kit. Okay. I was like, I saved up all year. And I was like, all right, we're like, we're going farther now. I'm still on them, like them rods. And mm-hmm. it's like, all right, I'm going to get an angle kit. And it was, I got the destroyer die angle kit, which awesome. People yeah. talk about cut knuckles or getting a kit and um i had a couple people tell me just to get the kit yeah and it was like it was expensive but definitely worth it so i get the kit it's like winter i get my car up on jack stands <laughs> take out the wheels off hole in the frame rail no <laughs> <laughs> like well cool if i get in an accident or someone hits me like the front of this car is gonna separate. it's just gonna crumble <laughs> yeah so i was like well okay so I, I like took two months or so and then found another car okay bought it stripped the blue one i lived in an apartment and oh, i had wow. a one stall like apartment I garage know, they are like yay big like you can just barely pull your car into it yep. yep so now after i stripped that car i have like all of the parts on one wall <laughs> and then like tires in the back and then you like fit the miata it's in squeezing through. <laughs> yep. uh, so yeah so i like went out to st louis got this red miata that i have now mm-hmm. um and it was like mostly rust free except for the floor pans okay which i didn't know when we, we got it so you pulled up the carpet and all that stuff yep that was a fun text to tj to be like hey i know we're putting this cage in in like two three days or whatever but have fun yeah <laughs> um, i forgot we even fixed that i think because it's just the passenger side yeah. that's like real bad yeah. but it's not bad structurally it's just like the dead center Nah, it's, yeah. nobody yeah, needs it's that. Nobody needs that. Yeah. One's still in that shit. You'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> but it has carpet over it. You can't see. Ah, yeah. See, you're perfect. Nobody fancy even knows. Fancy carpet, too, that we couldn't burn. Oh. That's true. So the van- what, what do you mean by fancy carpet? So Okay. So I took all the... Because I was building a race car. So I took all my carpet out and everything and threw it away. And then I was Down like, there. oh, man. But, like, Drift Indy Street League requires carpet in the front. So I had to go buy more carpet. Okay. Uh, but the only carpet on Marketplace was this blue one. <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. Like, I don't care. I, don't I just need luck. carpet in the car. Yeah. So I go and I buy it, and I go to put it in at my buddy's place, and I start cutting it, <laughs> right? Because you have to fit it around the roll cage. Yeah. Um, and our friend is like, hey, are you cutting that? I was like, yeah, obviously. I'm cutting it to fit in the car. He's like, that's a 10th anniversary limited edition carpet. I was like, oh, what? Wait, <laughs> hold on. Seriously? <laughs> so, and I forget how many there are exactly, but it's like one of you know, a couple thousand oh, that shit. were sold in, okay. 90, in 99 because it's for a 99. So that yeah. probably hit your gut a little bit when you heard that. Oh, I was like, this is sweet. So my <laughs> drift car has like extra cool carpet. That if you know, if you're a Miata person, 
you uh, know it. Yeah. Yeah, you know it. That's awesome. <laughs> so I know exactly what you mean by cutting everything. It's a pain in the ass to cut it. So it's probably better that you stopped or did you stop? Oh, no, no, no. We finished. Like, oh, it's, in like, the, <laughs> it's in the car, like yeah. cut around for the, you know, for the bars and stuff. And then it like goes over uh, like underneath kind of the dash. Okay. Which then I cut that out too. Cause like, I don't want to pull my dash to take the carpet out. Yeah. So it's hacked up, but it looks good. It doesn't matter as long as it looks good. You don't have to worry about anything under the dash. And all yeah, that as long as it looks good from the outside, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> don't look too closely at everything. All right. So then after the carpet, all the stuff that we were doing with the angle kit, kind of what was next with it? I think at that point, with the carpet, we, we had the cage in already. Mm -hmm. So it was like welded diff, angle kit, cage, then you had like seat, harness. Um, real coilovers. Yeah, real coilovers. I got Fortune uh, 500 with Swift Springs, and then they, they're custom dampened. Okay. I don't know what the specs on that are, but... Like you know, custom. They're custom. It, that's all yeah. that matters. Custom. <laughs> hey, Fortunato, you need them come through. Yeah. <laughs> so Fortunato, if you're listening, we have uh, sponsorships available here. <laughs> the side of his car is open. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I sold. So I sold a BM. Like I had an E46, and I sold that to a Ford. The coilovers, which felt, which was a weird like. Oh, like, don't say how that. That feel? just tells you how nice the E46 must have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was sweet. Yeah. So that probably hurt a little bit getting rid of it. But was it as sweet as mine? No, nothing can be as sweet as that. <laughs> that <the> hesitation. <laughs> With the garbage bag over Wait, the windows. How should I put that? I don't think it was as nice as mine. <laughs> so that, uh, coilovers. Yeah. So it was like pretty basic, right? It was yeah. like suspension, a cage, welded diff, but like completely stock motor, stock yeah. airbox still. So that was like last year and it went really, really well. So I got really comfortable driving that setup. And what it allowed me to do is like I can enter faster okay. than other people because I have a decent amount of grip in the rear. So like a lot of people will drive in, they'll pull the handbrake, like get the car sideways and then accelerate out. And I'll just like clutch kick, clutch kick. So I'll do like a big faint entry behind them. Mm -hmm. So while they're slowing down, I'm like sucking up on them. Right, getting in. Yeah, and then you can get real close and then they start accelerating and that was where they would like start pulling Take away from away. me, essentially. Yeah. Well, it's got like a one two in there or some shit like it's that. A, it's a big block. It's a one eight. Oh, sorry. Excuse yeah. me. Excuse me. <laughs> the big block. Big block Miata. Um, uh, what was your first um, event that you did after you kind of you know got the basics all going with it? I think it was probably still at GLD. I did a lot of driving and testing there. Okay. Um, but like as it was set up in that configuration was the first time I went to US Air mm -hmm. as well. And I, I think it worked really well because I had driving experience prior to drifting, but it's so different than like autocross or track driving. Yeah, it just, I mean, you know how to handle the car and the feel of it, the, the butt. I guess you could see you could say the butt feel. You know, kind of how what the car is going to be doing yeah. a little bit. And you've drifted a little bit with it before, but I'm sure it's much different as you started growing into it and got that the different setup. Yeah, so. and like going to US Air was sweet because it's an actual track versus okay. like the skid pad. Um, and the first, like, the f pulling out onto U.S. Air for the first run, I was like, oh, boy. Like, this sweaty is, hands. Yeah, sweaty hands. You, like, shake it a little bit. Yeah. And I think I made the first turn okay, and then I spun immediately on the second turn. <laughs> like, wow, this is awesome. All right, cool. Let me get off real fast. Yeah, I mean, we're not, we're not like, talking smack about GLD, but it isn't a track. It's it's a skid pad. It's exactly They make saying, a track yeah. on of cones, which is awesome for for what it costs and the amount of times you can go there. It's an awesome place, but... Well, it's, it's also not an actual track. Like what he was True. saying, just getting started, being able to get some seat time, right. being able to realize kind of what the car is going to be doing and just stuff like that. And so you can go there all, all the time. There's so much. Yeah. The amount of time you can go there, it's insane. Yeah. And like the consequences, if you mess up, 
are yeah you can still hit things but it's not as like not as easy yeah whereas like if you mess up the initiation and advance course yeah. on a us air like you hit a wall <laughs> going yeah. fast not, going, you know not entering you know a skid pad at you know 50 or 60 yeah a wall is much different than cones I yeah i'd say that for sure <laughs> although with the addition like that, that entryway now yeah now it's super fast yeah really. i like started they have a really? start they have a start cone like on the straightaway and i was like i wonder how far back i can go so i go around the corner so like coming onto the straightaway, I'm hitting second gear, <laughs> which then you know again stock me out of though. You like enter third me. gear. <laughs> is what it was. You're like I'm flying. Yeah. I mean, how much horsepower does a stock me out of make ish? So I looked it up for mine. Like the 99 makes 140 crank, Damn. brand new. So it's like 119 wheel, but Pure then the power. torque is like less Max. than 100. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the clutch kits come in. Oh yeah, every like every corner was just like clutch kick, clutch kick. If second gear wouldn't spin period <laughs> that was one thing that i did notice about when i was watching you before you had your nitrous yeah was you would hear a lot and like part of drifting is as a spectator you want to see the big smoky and like the noise and like the whole thing of it and then his he's out there sliding and it's super cool but then you hear ying, 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 and it's like yeah. what the fuck is going on with that guy <laughs> like everyone else is just whoa just big old smoky burnouts and mm -hmm. he's like doing it but it's like wing, wing. it sounds funny it's like <laughs> Then he had the nitrous, and it was a different story. But So let's talk about yeah. the nitrous, and when did that come into play? Is it after this whole situation with the first track days and all that stuff with it? No, it was like four. I wanted to do um, a competition at uh, Club FR at US Air. Okay. And they have, I think it's called Hyper Drift, because I got it wrong before. I think it's called Hyper Drift. Hyper Drift, we'll stick with that. Yeah. And so I was like, man, but I like I know that I won't be able to keep up. Mm -hmm. Like I need something, and like I have like like turbo kit is like ready to be made and put on, but there's no way I can get it on in time. By that time, yeah. So I was like, nitrous. Nitrous. Like, he hits me not? up and he's like, hey, I want this nitrous kit, and I'm like, really? I thought we were just talking about turbo. Well, in the meantime, <laughs> <laughs> I need a little bit before that. Yeah, I need to see what it might be like with the turbo kit. Mm -hmm. um, and it was sweet. Yeah. Oh, it was so cool. How what? How did you? set up the nitrous kit with it. I mean, was it button set or is it RPM or like? So it was pretty easy. It was like a wet shot, 50 shot. And then uh, I had it on, it was like a watt switch. Okay. And I had it on the throttle body. Oh, okay. Cause I was going to put it by the pedal where mm -hmm. like a lot of people mount it, yeah. but with the door bars, right there and then the seat being like in a stationary position I'm like I can't I'm not gonna lay under here and like <laughs> destroy my ribs trying yeah. to find a spot to maybe install this Feet hanging out the window and everything yeah, no way tell that to the guy who built the cage <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm not gonna lay in here and weld all these bars uh, <laughs> yeah uh, so I put it on the throttle body and it worked mm -hmm. real well nice thing about having like a manual throttle body instead yeah. of you know drive by wire mm -hmm. um yeah, it was sick. You can go like 100% get nitrous and then like 95% throttle and no nitrous. Really? Oh, that's pretty sweet then. It was cool. Um, and you, But if you listen to the video, you can hear it. It's like, <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> so it was still kind of like clutch kicking almost. A little, yeah. a not bit. as drastic. Yeah, not as drastic and a lot more smoke. <laughs> so how'd the first uh, competition go that you did? So not great. Not great? Okay. Let, let's um, talk about that a little depends bit. Depends on the way you look at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you always say like it was a learning experience if you didn't win. So. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, so it was a learning experience. But no, it was, it was really cool. Uh, but they did it at the end of the day. I think I like got in my head so much because you were thinking too much about it. Yeah. I wasn't guaranteed. Like I'd talked to them before and I was like, ah, oh, they'll probably let me in, but it wasn't like I paid money or, um, I signed up. Yeah. They were just like, Hey, we're going to do this at the end of the day. Like we're going to pick a couple of drivers to do it. 
and so I drove all day like conserving the nitrous, like not using it because I wanted to save it. Yeah. Um, and I kind of got in my head for sure. And we went out there and I like spun both times. Really? And I drove, and it was that weekend, I probably drove the best I've ever driven in my life. Well, that was without the nitrous oil? No, I drove with like, with, with it? Ni- I drove nitrous for the competition and like to practice to with pra- it. I was about to say, did you practice with it? Because if you didn't practice with it and then went into the competition nah. with nitrous then. <laughs> yeah, no, I practiced with it, but they did a different uh, layout. Oh, so And so I hadn't practiced that layout with the nitrous. So I came in. And I like clutch kicked to do my big faint entry, and I clutch kicked back too hard. Oh crap! And I just like whoop, came around, and that was it. <laughs> so uh, you did that twice. Yeah, I did that, and then I tried to chase and like get real, real close to make him mess up. Uh-huh. And I got like I cut myself off because he came close on the on the corner, mm-hmm. and that was that was that it. was it. So, but it was like it was cool to be there and like feel what the like the jitters were gonna feel like. And get the experience. It, you know, it was good experience, and it taught me right away that I like need to like not think about it that yeah. much. Just go out there and send it. Yeah, like, you, you know what you're doing. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like the whole day we were like running close tandems. I was running with like 350Zs. Yeah. Like and again, in like close to them with 100 horsepower. Yeah. So um, that's the fact that you're keeping up with it. I mean, that's something to, th- to think about and be. You know, it's an accomplishment still coming from the big block. Sorry, excuse me, the 1.8 <laughs> big block with nitrous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So I mean, and like I put the nitrous on, and one of my buddies chased me, and he was in his girlfriend's 370, mm-hmm. and like he's like, I can't keep up. Really? Yeah. He was like, I can't keep up with you at that. And then I turned the nitrous off, and he was like almost through my door. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes it makes a big difference for sure. Nice. Nice. Uh, so. After the, how long did you keep the nitrous for? Oh, only a couple months, I think. So that was it. You just got rid of it after that. It's still in the car. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you want to just throw it back in there, you can. Like, I would have to re like plumb it into the um like the new piping mm-hmm. and like get it retuned with because it's got the with turbo balls. on it now. Yeah. So which you should. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the motor won't handle it right now. So when oh, we the get next the, one can. the next one's going to. Well, then the plan is well, like before, a bigger turbo. Before you do the next one the next motor just throw a little bit of nitrous in there and give her all you can give her <laughs> no, no, no. two motors is a good thing to have yeah. <laughs> i guess you got a point there yeah but is it as fun <laughs> yeah exactly i mean i was no. like <laughs> all right let's get into um a little bit more about the new setup that you were talking about so now it's turbo no nitrous um what's the goal with it what did you change what's going to be uh coming up with it now yeah so uh it's an sr20 turbo i believe there's like two turbos. There's a bigger one and a smaller one. This is the bigger one, according to someone who knows more about Nissan turbos than me. Okay. <laughs> um, which I think is, he probably is probably right because it made like 200, 204 and 179 foot-pounds on eight and a half pounds of boost. Oh, wow. That's a little boost. Which is also on a Mustang Dyno. Yeah. So you realize oh, really? that that's so way higher. lower than what you would be on a Dyno jet. What is it? Like, almost like 50 horsepower or more or something like that? I don't know. I don't want the Mustang Dynawars to come yeah. hit me, but it's a pretty extra, pretty marginal percentage. Yeah. So. And okay. that, yeah, and that's wheel. So wheel right. numbers too. Mm-hmm. Um, which that's is a pretty big jump. Oh yeah, it's yeah. huge. It's, uh, I think I did the math, and it was like an eighty-five percent increase that's across huge. the board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like that's. I told them to stop at two hundred. I was like, hit two hundred because that's safe. Yeah. When you do like two twenty-five torque, I think is what starts like blowing up that motor. It's. How's the diff handle with that? Because is it a stock diff and everything? Yeah, stock diff. So the diff is good. Okay. It's the um, the aluminum housing on the back. One of the arms has a break point, like a shear point. Okay. If you get in an accident. Okay. So that's what goes. Really? But what you can do is you can just like weld in like a plate there mm-hmm. and reinforce it. And then I think it'll be good like up to like, I don't know, 250, 260, 270. That's pretty there. good for a stock Miata 
diff. I yeah. mean, like, and the I, whole rear end like that. I could I, be wrong. Someone might correct me on that, but... No cares? one listens to this, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> and Google says Dino Jet and Mustang is about 8 to 10% difference. So Okay. Google's never wrong. 10% at 200, so you made an extra 20, realistically. Yeah. So. I mean, it feels like it. In a light-ass car, you know? So, yeah. so we'll just tell people you made 220. There we go. Sounds nicer. There we go. Yeah. So then Dino... Um, have you? Did you drive it with the turbo and everything on it? I haven't like driven it at a track yet. I took it around the block a okay. couple of times and did like a like a one two three yeah. pull and it rips. Yeah, it's so. I mean, comparatively, again, <laughs> it's so funny. Like <laughs> two hundred twenty horsepower rips. <laughs> <laughs> well, once you come from what a hundred something horsepower to yeah, two hundred, yeah, yeah. I'm like, saying like it's it's crazy that that makes a big difference to you. Like my wife's EG, a stock K series made two twenty. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like you're like, oh, I got this crazy power in my Miata. It's 220. Yeah, but it's got boost. Yeah, the no, boost cool. is the it's, big it's, thing. It's just, I'm saying it, it's cool. You yeah. know, the fact that you started with like nothing, like 80 horsepower. It's yeah. a it's a complete stock motor. Yeah, we did. Um, well, we did an upgraded oil pump, and like put bearings in it. I think that's it. All the little stuff. Yeah, just, just to like make sure to hopefully it. that it wouldn't blow up for right after, like a whole season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so what's the plan going forward now? Do you have any events in mind that you're really going to want to get to? And yeah. kind of like, if, what, are you going to be building anything else, or is the car kind of set to where it's at now? So I think for the rest of this season, like this coming season, the car will pretty much stay how it is. I want to put a different um, driver's seat in because okay. eventually this car I would like to be in Pro-Am for mm-hmm. drifting. And so that's why, like, we have the FD cage in it, um, and that's, like, I'm trying to work towards that, but it's expensive. Yeah. Um, everything's expensive yeah, nowadays it's really expensive <laughs> so but the plan for like next year is put the seat in maybe a new steering wheel and then kind of just leave it how it is right there yeah um on the side like now i have the second motor so that one is going to get like internals so i think like rods piston springs yeah um and then that one we can go to like 400 is the plan and that little car yep that's gonna be fun yeah so i looked at k swapping it and i like ran all the numbers i'm getting looks over here um, case swaps everything. So. I, yeah, <laughs> I mean it just it makes you know it makes sense. But I was already so deep into the turbo yeah. stuff that I was like, it's, even if I sold everything for the turbo stuff, the case swap would still be more expensive than like two motors. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's the plan: is like build a motor and then bigger turbo with a nitrous, mm-hmm. and then start worrying about like chassis stuff because the like the Miata Trans will not handle. All of that. That was going to be the next <laughs> next question. <laughs> um, do you different clutch in it right now? Yeah, so I have, I think it's a Clutch Masters, but it's rated for like 400 and something. Okay, so that'll be going with all the motor and everything as you start transitioning. Yeah, unless we destroy it this year, but uh, it'll be fine. I think it'll, it'll be, be all right. drifting take a big toll? Like, have you had to replace your clutch a lot, or do you see other people, your friends, like, shit? Not really, but a lot yeah. of the people I know have lower horsepower comparatively. Um, not versus mine, just like in general. Okay. Um, although when we pulled the clutch out, it was like an Exedi, probably like an OEM style, yeah. and oh, it was that AutoZone. AutoZone, baby. Exedi OEM is good. Come on, man. It was uh, purple, because I think from the nitrous. Got a little heat. Oh, Ooh. it was. You know, it looked really great. Yeah. I was like, good thing we pulled this out when we did. <laughs> it looked really great. <laughs> it looked good for my wall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I took a picture of it. it. Looked cool. Yeah, you better just keep it, hang it up. You know, it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, what events do you got planned going this year? So I wanted like, because for the past couple of years I've been like really heavy GLD, mm-hmm. which you know makes sense. It's close to home. It's really cheap. You get a lot of seat time. Um, but I want to transition that to just be sort of testing. Yeah. 
Uh, so test there and then try to hit U.S. Air at least a couple of times. Get redemption maybe at um, Hyperdrift. Okay. Not spin out in the first. Yeah. You know. Um, and then there's two series that I want to try to get to. Um, Riverside Drift is like a competition series. Where is that at? I forget exactly. I just found that one. Okay. Um, uh, Whatever. Yeah. We got the name right. Right. <laughs> the name is right. So I want to try with that series, and then I want to get to Drift Indie Street League. Nice. Those are kind of like the big, and it's you know it's more traveling. Yeah. It's more money. Entry yeah. fees are bigger. Um, the but, whole traveling thing right there is uh, it's a heavy penny there. Just getting everything going, traveling there, staying there if you have to stay there, or going back and forth. It's it, it does it takes a toll. Oh yeah, and I'm like I will camp. I'll sleep in the car. Yeah. I don't. I, if I'm like solo <laughs> like that, I do not care. You yep. know, as long as I'm saving some money on hotels and stuff like that. Yep. But Riverside Drift is in Indiana. There it is. Didn't he say? Oh, it's in Indiana. Mm-hmm. So isn't the other one in Indy too? The no, that second? one's Ohio. Ohio? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what we were just talking about before. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm retarded. Indianapolis. <laughs> I'm retarded. <laughs> I'm retarded. <laughs> we might have to cut that part out. We ain't editing shit. <laughs> nope. Um, all right, so we got the plan with all of that going forward. Ooh, and I would also like to get to Grid Life. Grid Life? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. So I was going to ask Adam, like, hey, you know. I know this is like a process that Grid Life drifters go through, I'm pretty sure. So I think they have to like submit a form and all this jazz and all the shit to get selected to even drift with grid life. So really? I was going to try and see if maybe we could finesse that into there for him this year. I mean, you, you have experience. I don't see why oh, he's got tons of experience and technically a sponsored driver. Yeah. So, and there's some people that I've seen drifting at GLTC that were a little, a little, yes, a little sketchy. Right? He definitely wouldn't be the worst drifter yeah. there for sure. I but see, it would be fun. Yeah, I seen somebody that didn't even have a um, that that BMW that yeah. didn't even have an e-brake <laughs> and he was just clutch kicking the shit out of it the oh, entire time. I bet you he was having the most fun out of it. Oh yeah, oh, for sure. I seen him getting out of the, I remember seeing him getting out of the car. He had a huge smile on. He was yeah. shit. That's what it's about. Yeah. That's what it's about. It's Hell like yeah. drifting, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and so we'll get him there. I have a feeling we'll be able to make it happen. So. Yeah, I would really like that because it's like, I don't know, I've never been to a grid life. So. Oh God. Done all this done. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited to be you there. Like chicken like, nuggets? <laughs> <laughs> I got a new grill for grid life. I'll let you know that. A new grill for the, the chicken nuggets? The wife brought hey. me a new grill. It's a flat It's a, a flat top. Ooh. So we're going to be fancy. We're well, be so fancy. the nuggets won't fall down. <laughs> uh, they might still fall down. If were I'm, you even there for the nuggets? No, I wasn't there for oh. the nuggets. I couldn't make that one. Dude, it was so good. Yeah, that was that was um, upsetting to see chicken nuggets with cheese on the grill, and I didn't get any of them. <laughs> a whole big pack of Tyson. Oh, it was no. like 2 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, I'm usually drunk by that. I traded that point, 50 so. nuggets for two beers afterwards. Yep, we were. I was trying to give them away because I'm like, dude, there's a lot of fucking chicken nuggets. Yeah. For two beers, you got to negotiate and that a little. I, bit I was on the plate and I was walking around trying to give this boy. I'm like, hey, you want some chicken nuggets? I don't even know why the fuck. I thought that was a good idea. COVID's so going around, but I'm over here passing out chicken nuggets to people <laughs> that I was rotating with my fingers on the grill because we didn't have a spatula or anything. So, but I saw two guys, and I'm like, hey, dudes, do you want these chicken nuggets? They're super good, but we're just not going to eat them. And they're like, hell yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, here, even trade. And he gave us two pineapple um, natter days. Oh, we no. didn't even know that God. that even was a thing. And, like, dude, my eyes, like, lit up like a little I was about kid, to like, say, here it goes. Oh. And then we had them. They were delicious. And that was it. That was the trade of the chicken nuggets. Grid life, definitely need to try to get you in the grid life for sure. It's that sums up it's an, ex, it's an experience it's an <laughs> chicken experience. nuggets and chicken nuggets beer, and the drifters that we were next to were the crew from the gold diggers yeah and they were rowdy and it was awesome we had a super fun time everybody's rowdy there dude it was you, awesome. there's like maybe one or two 
like campsites that you'll see that are just kind of chilling. Everybody else has got fucking lights everywhere, dancing around. And the thing, he didn't even go to a real like a festival grid light. No. He oh, that was just a regular one. Yeah, it was no, a regular. No, that was what he went to his regular one. Chicken Nuggets started with. No, yeah, Chicken Nuggets. I, I think that sure. was festival. Yeah. yeah. All right, so grid life. Um, let's talk a little bit about what it takes to kind of get going for people that are kind of interested in it. Um, yeah, to start like, at the bottom. Like, yeah. so here, I have a new beginner drifter. Like, Mom, I, I want a I car. Can, I want to go I drifting. I can speak to this one because I've done it, and I'm only one year in of drifting. Actually, one day max. But what would you say for someone like, hey, that someone wants to drift, obviously a GLD, but what do you say? Like, what car should they get or what does it matter? Like, kind of explain to the people what it takes to go to GLD. Yeah. As far as the car goes, you know, it's like, what can you afford, I think? Because, like, yeah. if you can afford, like, a C6 vet or something, like, do that. Because that that's almost everything. You throw an angle kit on the front and you're done. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't afford that, you know, if you can afford, like, a E46 or a Miata or something, do that. Because, yeah. like, for me, you know, driving, I've driven other cars. And, like, driving the Miata taught me so much car control. And, like, quick hand movements and quick foot, like, pedal control and stuff like that. So, I'm a big fan of that way. Um, Would you recommend the Miata? Because of how hard, I mean, be real. You have to do, you had to learn a lot to get. I'd say if you had previous driving experience or you're committed. Like you're committed to the Miata. If you're committed, do a Miata because it'll teach you so much. And even if you don't like boost it or something, if you drive it for like two years and then transition to something like, I guess you would say easier. Right. Or swap it. Yeah. Or do something with it. (laughs) Turbo. Um, (laughs) You know, definitely. But if you're like, I want to try drifting and I don't know if I'm going to like, like pursue it. Maybe not the best car. Yeah. Maybe like a BMW or. Yeah. I was going to say, what do you think? Like a BMW or the Z or are those just too expensive now? Like, is there, is there a drift car that's out there? That's like a hidden gem. Yeah. I have an opinion on this and I don't know if I'm right because I haven't tried it, but I think the five, like the 2010 Mustang. Really? 2010 or 2011, whenever they got the 5.0 and like the 300 horsepower V6, I think that car is going to be really good Yeah. because no one's driving them. And like the V6 makes like 300 something horsepower. Yeah. That's enough. That's plenty. It's like a solid axle in the rear. So it's not great for like crazy high horsepower, but to get you started and get you going. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like you put a, you don't even need like a hydro. You could use a stack handbrake. Yeah. Like that thing will rip. And those things are all over the place too. Yeah. I mean, you can find them anywhere. So that's my opinion for that. I think that okay. that hasn't like come through drifting yet. Cause it's all, it's <laughs> like, you know, it's LS swap everything. Now it's like K24s and um, Corvettes. So what's mm-hmm. weird to me and I might be a little biased is why the fuck aren't people drifting S10s? It's oh, God, light. Here it's we go. probably not hard to get it to break loose in their rear. They come in a manual gearbox. There's a, I forget he's gonna. I forget what his name is, but we're good friends, like at, from US Air, and I drifted with him, and he's got an S10, and it's got like some V8 in it. I don't know, really? like carbureted like, V8. But you can go get a look carbureted. At me. V8? I bought a four-cylinder S10. So. Really? I could be wrong, but I think it was carbureted. That's pretty sweet. It was, dude, the <laughs> truck's sweet. sick, and he shreds. Really? Yeah, it was really really good. I would we like had, to see that. We had awesome tandem. I have some. I'll show you a video. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. Unless it's, unless they don't do it because they don't have our conversion for the Corvette rear end yet, but. Because it's solder axle, so you can't really adjust a lot of stuff. But I don't know. I feel like it would be a good entry, you know, because you can slam them to the ground. 
just make it a drift truck. I don't. Know. I mean, I, I'm Say, into it. Bring S tens. Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> bring the S ten bag, baby. Come on, <laughs> we everywhere. Okay, so basically, someone they can drift whatever the fuck they want. You don't even need a hydro. Really. No, I, I don't have a hydro. Right. I mean, I have one, but it's sitting in my closet. So <laughs> that'll be I put on it. I just point. put our I just put our hydro in uh, the other day, and I'm like, dude, I'm probably never gonna use this thing, and it's in like the stupidest spot. I was like, why do you literally have to like more push it? Versus pull it. Oh no, because <laughs> because if I wanted to have it like where you would pull, I would have had to like spend a little bit of time making a nice bracket versus just drilling two holes in the floor and bolting it. So I said, "Fuck it, I put it where the stock e-brake spot is." <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna turn the handle so it's a pull up instead of a pull back. Hey, I think there's some so, pro drifters who run pull up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're probably not gonna use it. So yeah, you guys, you'll be fine. When we went out the first time drifting for me at Great Lakes, uh, we were super nervous. Like. I was like, dude, I don't know how to drift. I mean, I know how to race a car, and I'm not scared to go to any racetrack, but I don't know how to drift. I don't know what the, It's a whole different for experience. For me, when the car is spinning out, I'm like, shit, I'm doing something wrong. And yeah. now I'm trying to do it. And then I didn't know any of the people there. It was scary. But, like, what do you have <laughs> to say? Like, obviously, I know what to say because I did it. But, like, you know, you being the more experienced person, when you see somebody like me, what is it? What do they kind of look at? Or, like, do people need to be worried? Do there's some rules to follow or anything like that? I mean, I think the first time you go, like, definitely ask all the organizers and be like, hey, like, where do I, you know, do I need to stop somewhere? Where do I go? Is there, you know, can you, like, tell me about, like, some protocols or something? And you, they're usually really good about that. Um, but I think you just find someone who looks nice. And you just start <laughs> go up and you're like, hey, it's my first time drifting. And, that, and then usually, help. yeah, it helps. <laughs> and, you know, like, and I think the drifting community is really welcoming. So if you were to, like, okay. walk, someone walked up to me and they're like, it's my first day. I don't know what I'm doing. I'd be like, ah, oh, awesome. Hold Let's on. Let, go. Me, let right. me get my helmet. I'm going to go ride with you. Yeah. Like, do this, do this. Don't do this. Stop here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like doing that. Yeah. Because I like I don't know. I like teaching. Yeah. I like or people just catch a ride along, in. maybe. Like, hey, oh, can, yeah. I, can I go for a ride with you? And then they can kind of pay attention for themselves. Well, it's fun to see people progress. So if you get somebody that's saying, hey, I've never done this before, and then you get in the car and you're like, hey, you got to do this, this, and this, and then they're fucking it up first, and then they get back out there with you again, and then they're progressing through the process. It's just nice to see that. It's so cool when you give someone a tip and you're like, hey, you really need to be doing this. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they go and try it and like shred a lap. And you're yeah. like, we're like we're, our buddy, like we, uh, this kid, um, he was shooting photo at okay. one of the events we were at. And uh, he was like, oh, you know, I'd really like to do this sometime. Blah, blah, blah. Like he had like a two, he had a 240 with a welded diff coilovers. And like, I think he had an angle kit on it too. And I was like, well, why do you not? I was like, like on, a better drift on. car than you have. Yeah. yeah right? like, <laughs> I was like, that's on par with what we all have. So hold on. So we like, like took t- the wheels off my car, put them on his car because I had spares and he didn't. Okay. And then we like tied his battery down, and, like got <laughs> Logan's fire extinguisher in his car. And we were like, all right, dude, go no. out there and drive. And he did. And by the end of the day, he was like linking the course. Really? We were like standing on the, the like the concrete, like cheering for yeah. him as he was going through. <laughs> it was cool. That's the best feeling ever. Seeing people progress like that, man. I just I can't get over it. It's so fun watching everybody go, especially buddies or even people you don't know that you kind of uh, grow that relationship with just makes it, it makes it worth it yeah and then so it's talking about growing the relationship i hit him up this winter and i was like because he shoots photo mm-hmm. it's like hey man can i like hire you to come shoot like a day of media for me and he was yeah. like yeah totally i was like i don't know how much i can pay you because like <laughs> racing's expensive but you know i'll pay you something and yeah. he was like yeah i'm down does no beer count <laughs> <laughs> does gas get you there kind yeah of? yeah can we can we figure this out somehow <laughs> yeah so what would you say is like the top I don't know, top five things, someone, because let's just be real, our local people that are listening to this are going to go to GLD. Mm-hmm. What what would you say is five things that someone should know to go to GLD? That the tech sheet is in the Facebook thread. So if you show up and your tech, your car isn't like two tech, 
you're not going to get to drive, but it's not like posted. It's a, yeah. it's just like tagged on Facebook. Oh, really? So, so go, it's like a pinned post. On yeah, there yeah. Or, so you got to go to was it GLD drifting? Yeah, it's like a GLD drift or something like that. I think. Okay, so Google go Google GLD drifting. I'm got a little cone, looks fancy. <laughs> Find <Yeah>. it. <laughs> so so go, okay, so tech sheet number go one. Go in there, get your get your car ready, like get it all teched up. Um, I like to show up early. You know, people don't have to, but if you show up at five, the t- the driving time from five to seven is like double. No, maybe not double, but you get more driving time from five to seven than you will from seven to ten. Right. It's because like everyone shows up at seven, Late. gets off work, and yeah, yeah, you know, yep. so. and all of a sudden you go from like ten cars to like forty cars, oh, sure. and then you're sitting in line for a half hour. Um, so try to get there early and like find people mm-hmm. to talk to, because like there's nothing worse than seeing someone go out there and like spin out, yeah, over and over and over again. You're like, hey, you want some help? And they're like, no. <laughs> oh come on be social be yeah. social and if you're nervous to like just find someone who looks cool yeah. you know like just walk by like hey man can i have some tips yeah to me that was huge what should they bring they should bring uh spare wheels and tires for sure at least two if you don't have two extras like you may not go home um <laughs> like a jack maybe some tools and stuff just in case you break oil you, that's i just I, always say bring oil yeah i bring oil um, if you have a helmet, a helmet, so like safety gear. Can but they rent the helmet? Yeah, you okay. can rent a helmet. So if you don't have one, that's not a big deal. Long pants, shit like that required, or is mm-hmm. it no sandals, flip flops, yeah. and <laughs> swim shorts? Okay, there. just Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so like long pants, closed-toed shoes. I wear, long, I try to wear long sleeves. I don't always, but it's something I've been working on. So it's not required. But not it's required. Re- recommended. I like it just in case something catches on fire. Um, I'm on fire, Ricky. You're not on fire, Ricky. <laughs> so here, basically, to go drifting, you need a car. Yep. You need you sh- don't need, but you should have a spare set of wheels to get home, unless you have a trailer. Yep. You need a helmet. You need shoes, and preferably pants. Yeah. And be social. And it's fifty bucks. And right? be social. Yeah, I think it's like fifty-five now. Fuck COVID. Us. Yeah, COVID jacked it up five bucks, man. Fucking COVID, dude. <laughs> this is bullshit. Fucking I'm bullshit. Sick of it. Fifty-five. Out, I mean. Fifty-five well, dollars the drift. Is, it is what it is because you can't go anywhere else. So they're going to make no. their own price. Although it's just a skid uh, pad, I personally feel it's a little high. But they are putting more money into it, so hopefully that that money is returned into the track. And they're kind of cornering the market where they're at too, <coughs> especially in that area. There isn't much to do with right. local guys out yeah. there. And I mean, I'd gladly pay fifty-five bucks if they're going to keep adding to the track. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. Now they, you add an entry. Why don't you add some like an extension off of it? You know. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the, they have enough room at that facility that they could have a full road course. Oh, 100%. We could, we could have a drift track. 100%. If, if they commit to and it. And then they could do karting, too. Would, which would be sick. They just don't know how to make money. Like, There's a lot of logistics that go into doing something like that, and yeah. the hillbillies over there are probably not. So, no. oh, I should get karting here. That's probably not the first <laughs> yeah. thing they think of. No, think not of, at all. I need an extra case of Miller Lights. Exactly. How are we going to get the bar bigger? <laughs> so, yeah, anyone can drift, which is basic shit. So Yeah. That's I think cool. Just, That's cool. Like, be smart about it, too. Like, if your car has loose suspension or it's, like, falling apart or, like, leaking oil or something, don't take it. Yeah. Right. Because you're going to oil the track don't out or you're going to break or you're, gonna, you're not going to be able to get home. Or ruin it for everybody else. But don't be scared well. to bring your beaters out there because they yeah. were very welcoming for our first <laughs> drift day. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the community is awesome. So, like I said, if you show up, it's your first time. Everyone's just excited that you're there. Yeah. Should so, we talk about our first time drifting? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, we'll talk about it. So I bought an E46. Me and Andy and my buddy Todd bought an E46 BMW. Manual, ZF5 speed trans in it. Welded diff. Um, but it was on stock suspension. 
and stock motor. So it was just a welded diff with a ZF five speed trans. And we bought it for eight hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And the windows didn't work. So it's weird. So the <laughs> the driver window is broken. Down? No, the driver window, yeah, it doesn't go down. It's stuck up. The passenger window is broken. The back driver window um doesn't is broken. Like <laughs> completely not even there. And then the <laughs> other one doesn't go down. So literally the two windows opposite of each other are broken <laughs> and two so yeah, it was a piece of shit. But Interesting. We, so we were like, well, fuck it, let's go try drifting. I know GLD, so I knew the basic ropes. But we went and we just watched. Okay, they enter there. I, I had to get it. They exit there. And then I just asked the dude, like, yo, is there a time limit on this thing or, like, what? And he's like, generally we tell people, like, 60 seconds come back. Because this was before they had the entry road where you could do yeah. a lap. So they're like, we generally tell people 60 seconds and then come back. Don't take too crazy. Which is there. also, like, a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We didn't even make it two seconds, and we were spinning out. <laughs> so we just, yeah, just sent it, me and three guys, and it was our first time. Everyone was super cool. Went out. There was no handbrake, so we just, like, revved it up and dumped the clutch and then started spinning. And then most of the time, like, we would maybe get one turn, and then we would spin or, like, yeah. I was probably the worst out of everyone. Like, Andy linked a couple – my buddy Todd was linking a couple, and I would literally get like one fucking thing, and then I would, I on the second one, it would just be like bouncing red line, <laughs> and it would be spinning out. And it was crazy, but we blew the radiator hose off, and we had coolant, and it, so it was really bad. Really? Yeah. And then we're like, oh, that was weird. We didn't even check. Honestly, we never even checked the oil or the coolant or anything. We just bought the car and just bought sent it. it. Sent it. Heck yeah. <laughs> and drove it there, too. Well, for As you will bucks. do with a beater, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what it was. It was supposed to be a seat time thing, and then it was going to change into, like, we'll build a real drift car. But we went out there and, yeah, blew the radio hose off, and the guys were like, fuck, dude. They literally had to, like, it was like an hour and a half that they had to clean the oh, track. Oh, shit. Because it blew off, and we just kept going. We didn't know it blew yeah. off. Oh, you know, you usually don't know. So it was yeah. just spraying everywhere. Oh, dude, the trail, the trail was from beginning to end of the whole thing. And then they were like, they were like, they weren't mad at us. I think, you know, they were like, whatever. It is what it is. But yeah. we knew, like, dude, we fucked we up. We fucked like, up on this one. So it was about an hour and a half of cleaning. Then people are starting to show up now. There was nobody there before, so it wasn't really a big deal. Then just people starting to show up. And then we did it again. Oh, no. <laughs> And we're like, why the fuck is this? Ra-? We put a new radiator hose on and new clamps. So we ran the Napa, since it's right down the street, bought a new radiator hose, new clamps, put it on. Totally fine. Let it warm up. Everything was cool. This time we only put water in it because we were smart. Yeah. And it happened again. But luckily it was water, so they didn't care. And yeah. Everyone got to keep driving, so it wasn't a big deal. Turns out that the motor mounts were so bad that from drifting in the BMW, the motor would flex so hard it would pull the radiator hose off of the radiator. (laughs) So I just ratchet strapped the motor so it couldn't. (laughs) And we drifted it for the rest of the night like that. I just ratchet strapped the motor to one side so it it couldn't pull anymore. We couldn't flex. It's still like that, too. If you go out there and look at it. It's got the ratchet strap on it? Yeah. I actually just tightened it a couple clicks. We were working on it the other day. I put the axle and stuff in it. Cause Who needs motor mounts when you got a ratchet strap, Yeah, right? yeah no, fuck it, right? So, yeah, we fixed that problem, and then Andy was driving it, and he was just on full send mode, and he was having a lap, and then Sounds like Andy. came in hot, and it just it did one of them bounces, and it was bounce, bounce, and then fold, and the, the tire folded over. So he bent <laughs> oh, the control no. arm and broke the axle because oh, it was bouncing man. so bad. Yeah. He bent the control arm and then broke the axle. 
Of course, Andy broke it. Yeah. Of course, course. Andy broke Fucking it. Andy. And it, and of course, it was an axle. Yep. Because he That's just has Andy. issues with yeah, axles. Axle Andy. <laughs> so, ended up just pulling the axle out, and then I just kicked the wheel hard a bunch of times, and then got it straight <laughs> enough to drive it home with one axle. But I couldn't get the axle fully out because I didn't have tools. I was on my back, so I just disconnected it from the the diff, and just kind of like. Let it, it push it a little yeah. bit, and then as I'm going home, it's like dun, 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 I was just dun, about dun, to say, oh, yeah. yeah. So we drove it home with the axle just fucking banging, made it. Hey, it's the first I time mean, going. Yeah, thankfully it's close. Yeah, but yeah. So for the first time, we made we pretty much did the worst thing you could do. We about fucked up the track, we broke our car, and it was one of the awesomest things we've ever did. Yeah. So for anyone that's scared about, there's no reason to be scared at GLD because. One, they're not going to yell at you. I mean, if you do something totally dumb, fucking hit someone's car, be a total dumbass, obviously they're going to yell at you. But it's such an inviting place Yeah. that, like, dude, we oiled on the track to clean for an hour and a half, and they didn't even say anything. Like, we were, like, apologizing. Dude, I'm sorry. Can I help you? Like, yeah. what can I do? And they were like, nah, we don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're here at work and just have fun. We got to do something so, while you guys are here. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. So that was our, our drift story of the BMW. Heck yeah. We, we got to do it again. Now it's got... Um, some max coilovers, whatever the fuck they're called, max peating or something. Max peating rods, yeah. aka them rods. So them it's, rods. It's, got, it's got them rods. <laughs> it's got SPC rear camber kits now. It's got oh, a brand shoot. new Duralast axle from AutoZone. It's got any windows? It has two garbage bags and two windows. So those are windows. <laughs> it's got the e brake now. Okay. Um, two new rear calipers that's only hooked up to the hydro. So okay. foot braking will only control the front. So I think that's kind of interesting. We'll I've seen goes. it done. Someone else had it at GLD. I know like a lot of drifters, refined. like some of the pro-level drifters have it set up like that, and some of them don't. Um, I think it's like an old-school way of doing things. I only did it because I was too lazy to fix the brake lines, <laughs> so we just capped it off at the ABS pump and yeah. then just ran the hydros to the new rear calipers in the rear. Fuck it. Yeah. It'll I didn't it. do it because I'm good at drifting or that I think it's a good idea. I just did it because I'm lazy. <laughs> It'll work. So, yeah. like, so the only whatever. thing left for that car until the season for us is it needs a power steering pump. Because not having power steering hurt my wrist really bad when the wheel goes to flick back. Yeah, I bet. That sucked in that heavy-ass car. And then we have a seat for it now. And That's a good idea. I'm going to take the garbage bags off the windows and maybe, like, get them to actually just roll down or just take them out completely. I think you should leave the garbage bags, personally. Well, it's for winter I mean. storage. <laughs> so the garbage bags is only for winter. winter storage. Okay. It's outside. <laughs> this is Midwest. Maybe we get garbage bags. They, they aren't going to last. Yeah. Okay. It's been a year. We didn't drive it all last year. And Shit, that you're was right. Two years it ago. was sitting. That wow. was two years ago. So it sat all year with these garbage bags. There ain't even a fucking mouse in sight. So we're going to GLTC. I mean, not GLTC. What I they mean, did. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to GLD. I told them I'm fixing it this year. So it's Bring coming it. out. I already, I, I already bought all the shit. We're supposed to be splitting it three ways, Andy and Todd. So two ways. <laughs> <laughs> I bought the shit. <laughs> and then I put it on during work hours. Sounds like one way. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. I mean, my, I already got a tab going. You can just start putting me half of it on my tab. <laughs> well, I told, I told Adam he, he had a buddy that wanted to drift. I'm like, you just got to work on the thing. He can fucking use it. Yeah. I don't care. I was like, sweet. And then you got the parts in, and you're like, all right, I'm, it's like it's all ready for you. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Ghost. Back, <laughs> backed away slowly from the mic. No, thank you. <laughs> I see the garbage bag. <laughs> Sticker says strictly pleasure on the side. It's. I mean, it's ready to rip. It's ready. Yeah. It's right. grid life approved. <laughs> Do we got... um. Any questions for him? Oh, yeah, there's some questions. Did let's, you get into, let's get into yeah, the questions? questions let's get into the we'll questions. We'll go through yours first. Cool, let me pull them up. I'm just here to run the fucking computer. and. If you guys all answer these two, it's fine. Um, okay, so 
scariest moment during a race? Oh, I got one for sure. You go, you go first, though. All right, so I'll go like drifting, and it's not that scary. But I was, uh, so I was like trying to chase Logan on the exit of GLD, and I was like pretty close to him, but he was starting to pull away from me, and I like stayed in it when I should have backed out of it. <laughs> so my two left, and like the skid pad is probably a solid like inch higher than kind of like the the exit okay. on like the dirt I would on say the left two hand inches. side. It's, oh shit! It's, really? it's pretty steep. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like chasing him, chasing him. I'm like I should lift, but I didn't because <laughs> you know you never lift. And uh, nope. I dipped both my left uh, front and rear wheels into the gravel and the dirt, oh. and it just sucked me in. And all of a sudden, I was facing the guardrail, oh, like no. sliding towards it, just like full lock. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm gonna hit this, and I stopped. Maybe I don't know, less like a foot or something. You're away just from staring it. at it, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and like the lady in the stands was like looking at me, like, oh my god, I can't believe that just happened. I was like, oh, reverse, like, let me just get out of here. It's all good. <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs up, let's go. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're good, but. I think that was probably the scariest I've had in a little bit. Was that bit. on that test day that I came? It might have been. I was gonna say because I feel like I, I feel like I remember like sitting at the wall, being like right there, <laughs> like when you were like, like, I was filming it and I was gonna put it on the shop's Instagram, and I was like, delete. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not this one. Not doing that. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Well, about you, TJ, what was your scariest moment? I mean, you haven't had a whole lot, but no, I think mine would be at um, one of the grid lives where I was coming through turn two and somebody was off to the side and I didn't realize they were off to the side and they had um, all the guys out there helping them off to the right side and I came around in the turn two and I started getting loose all the way out and I was trying to drive it back and it caught and it took me right into where they were so I was going straight to where all the people were helping where the guy was crashed or off around the side and I just barely caught the grass and it shot me back to the left and then I spun out in front of everybody right there and all the tech guys were like the fuck is going on here you dick. dude i was i was losing it i just hurry up i got out of there and went around and came up and talked to the guy and they're like really like really you saw that the guy crashed there was a yellow flag and you were still beating the shit out of him like yeah i i fucked up i'm sorry they're like yeah you, you you're done for this one <laughs> so that that was probably my scariest were, were you more scared about crashing or getting your ass beat by the people at the track uh, probably get my ass beat by okay. people at the track, yeah, to be honest. That sounds, that sounds pretty scary. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll crash the car. I don't give a fuck about crashing the car. We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. It was one of my first events there, and I was just trying to learn what was going on and didn't really realize what I was doing until. Were you in beginner class? Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah, I think it was a beginner. That's a little better. Uh, yeah. yeah the, the <laughs> I still remember the um, the rest of you guys just staring at me, and he, he just threw his hands up and was like, what the fuck are you doing? It's <laughs> like, I don't. I really don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm trying to go fast. Yeah. <laughs> I have two scariest moments. I already know one of them. Oh, you sure? Yeah, Road America. Oh, fuck. I have three scariest yeah. moments. <laughs> so the... Okay. I forgot about Road America. I was about to say, you still won't race Road America now. I mean, I'll race it. I just don't want to. <laughs> um, so the scariest moment for me was when I hit the wall at Rockford. Oh. So I was racing a racing series called The Goblin. Goblin. And it's an in, it's an endurance race. Um, it's generally, a like derby, it's generally like a hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty cars on the track at once. Oh man! And it's circle track. And my car was pretty well set up, and I was definitely one of the fastest cars. And they're going three wide. Well, I decided I wanted to go four wide because I didn't want to wait for these guys. And so I was probably taking the corner. I was in like third gear, so probably like 65, 70 miles an hour, and I was on the high bank, and I I. When you go four wide, your tires are now in 
old rubber shit rocks beer bottles that are broken pieces of cars that are fucked up a little bit of an angle going off the track <laughs> yeah so as soon as i went up there something happened and sliced one of my tires and i instantly slid out like a drift and it instantly snapped and went head on in the wall i'm estimating that when i hit because it was just right out of corner exit that i was probably doing like 50 it flattened the front of the car so bad that the frame of the civic was touching the motor like it, it, bent it was in bad that much yeah it was bad that it was touching <laughs> yeah. the motor now I, like i didn't break my wrist but i fucked it up the airbag went off because i forgot to disconnect it i've been there it was insane and i drove the car off actually Oh but it was God. super fucked. It was just adrenaline. The car was on adrenaline, too. Yeah. The motor was fine, but, like, dude, the whole suspension was fucked. And I ended up having to hook up my brother's truck to the front end of it while my wife sat in it, and I ratchet-strapped the car to something stationary, and I drove the truck really fast to pull the frame out. <laughs> that was the scariest because, I honestly, I thought that I was going to die because when I hit, I felt my Hans grab my helmet. So oh. I was I was thankful that I had the Hans yeah. because it I felt it locked my helmet, and if it wasn't there, I would have been hurting or did something. You know, fucked like, your neck up pretty good. Yeah, it could have been bad. Yeah, that's yeah. That's why I bought a Hans. Mm-hmm. Scary moment number two is Road America that I forgot about because I want to say so fifth gear VTEC in a K series. I don't know, maybe 130 ish, roughly. And there's no room for mistakes where you were at and too something happened like i just there's a little bump before the braking zone in the they call it canada corner and there's a little bump and normally i would brake right after the bump or right before it i would like set the car up and like expect the bump but i was on a, i looked at my lap timer and it said 44 which is like for me is really fast at road america so i was like in the mode that i'm like okay i'm gonna break after the bump this time but that was a bad idea <laughs> as soon as i touched the brakes the car spun and went directly at the wall i missed it by like inches from hitting the wall at full speed it's really hard to spin on at that track and not hit a wall or hit something do you have a video of that <clears throat> yes that's the one i, I think i've yep. seen it yeah yep. <laughs> but the other moment of mine is actually drag racing and it happened to my brother too and it <laughs> happened to me so on our da um obviously it's old but the steering column will like the release lever sometimes falls down and then the steering wheel comes loose like the steering column up and down comes loose. Well, when he went through the traps on his fastest pass, which was with a 9.6, it happened. But he powered through and kept driving. On my fastest pass, the same exact thing happened. It fell down. And I had the shit electrical taped. Like, is <laughs> it happened early in the day? Because I always forget about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it happens once. You forget about it. I should fix it right away. I tightened the screw. Thought I fixed it. It happened. Um, actually pulling out of the trailer, so I electrical taped it so it wouldn't fall down, and somehow it still fell down, and I just had to power through it, but the steering wheel was, like, going up and down, and I was, like, shit in my pants. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so, yeah, there's three different scary moments from three different type of racing. Wow. <laughs> I do got one more, actually. I, say, I, have, I have one I as well. I do got one so. more. Um, it was at the Goblin, though. Oh, um, when James killed you? Yeah, yeah, so... I, I had this little Mazda 3 that I got from Andy, actually, yeah. for, like, 250 bucks, And we took everything out, and we were racing, and I was probably, like, 30 lap, 20 laps in, let's say. And James, <laughs> Out of 250. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so early, early on. Very early on. It didn't last long after this. So we're coming around, and we're in one of the straights, and this car's spinning out, and he's up on my right-hand side, and he tries to dive in. So I try to get around him and ended up clipping him. And when I clipped him, it tossed me into it. 
and my buddy James just comes flying and doors the shit out of me and completely caved everything in. I also did not take the airbag off, so the airbag <laughs> hit me in the fucking chest, and I just slide all the way into it, and we're sitting there, and I look over, and James is just staring at me, and he's like, oh, no. He totally could have probably hit the brakes. No, he definitely was, didn't. He was balls deep into it because I remember my whole back and side and chest hurt from everything. My dumbass takes the the airbag stuffs it into the steering wheel <laughs> and then throws it in reverse and just keeps racing <laughs> for a little bit. It didn't last long. The steering, uh, the power steering pump fell out and all this fun stuff. But that, that was probably one of the scarier moments. That would be scary. A car coming straight at you at 50 plus miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks James. Asshole. What's your last one? Um, so we were going like three deep in a tandem and like we entered, it was before they made the um, addition to the skid pad. Mm -hmm. So we entered, it's probably like sec, top of second gear. The first guy spins, like oh. almost at the apex of the of the turn. Oh no. And then, so he like dirt dropped and spun. The second guy like stopped, yeah. essentially. And then I was like, you know, Miata, the only way to stay close is to commit. <laughs> so I was like full commitment behind them. And I was like, oh no. And like tried to stop and then like smack the Z going, I don't know. Like, again, it was like slower, but like maybe 40. Oh. Sideways though. And I felt my neck like my head move right and then i was like oh that was bad and bought my hans the next day yep yep because it's a hans is like a must yeah oh man yeah i have to, i raced a lot with one of them little donuts like circle track racing that's like common you get one of them little donut things that goes under your helmet after hitting the wall and having the hans like save me it's like dude just spend the money yeah it's 500 dollars it's worth it paralyzed like you yeah know, no matter what it. you're doing because even at 30 miles an hour whiplash could be that bad where it fucks you up yep. yeah yeah all right, what's next? Um, we got a favorite post-race snack. <laughs> I already know mine. I got mine, too. Uh, it's a Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say chicken nuggets on the grill. <laughs> that's pretty good. I'm going with Culver's. Culver's. Oh, that's a good Dude, one. That's a end good of the one. day, you've been driving all day, and you get like a, like a butter burger, oh, bacon. Yeah. Oh, man. All the grease, baby. Yeah, that's, <laughs> good right that's the stuff right there. That does sound good. Um, all right, so this one's from Eyes Up Auto Art. This dude actually does pretty cool stuff. Yeah. I bought one of his prints for my buddy because my car was in his garage mm -hmm. for like two months. Yeah. We're doing the turbo kit. Yeah. It was like a thank you. Um, That's cool. No, it was pretty sick stuff. But he says, if money is no object, what would you be drifting? Mm. Yeah. C6. I, I already know. I, I'm a Corvette guy. I'd get the C6. So when you said that and you're like, I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, with the New Balance. Did you see it there? I don't know if you guys saw it, but someone put one in clutch kickers with a new balance livery really, really? Yeah. yes like, good job guys i want a red one wear the new balance and everything we're Tan fucking top, good to go wheels oh Let's yeah go. come on <laughs> uh if money was an issue i i can i build the car or does it have to be a car it just says what would you be drifting i would be drifting a white civic coupe with yeah. a v10 swap so <laughs> i'd take like a lambo Huracan motor v10 swap it into my civic all right. That's badass. I like it. Money I is like no it. issue. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty sweet. I go with a Corvette. Thanks for upping me. Well, I mean, come on. Money's not an issue. If you're going to talk C6, I'm like, oh, well, I don't give a C8. fuck. I, I like the like, C6. <laughs> I, would, I would probably do, like, the Skyline. Oh, yeah, so Ooh. the 32 Skyline, but I saw a carbon Kevlar Aston Martin drift car. Mm. So oh. I would carbon Kevlar the, uh, the Skyline. That would be That'd fucking be cool. sick. Yeah. 
That'd be cool. That would be if awesome. If money was no, if you're just right. throwing money at cars, yeah. <laughs> my ass is gonna. Get, I'll be a billionaire with the C six. Stock C six. <laughs> hey guys, money's not an issue. I'm gonna buy you whatever you want. A clap, Can I get a C six? <laughs> a clapped out C, red C six. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man, you got any more questions? I have more. I can keep going. Keep if you guys going. Want. Yeah, right. Go ahead. Um, them out. All right. So, this one is from my boy Chris. He says. What uh, what are you the most looking forward to driving this year? Like new tracks, turbo car, what else? Also, have you considered promoting this on some sites on Instagram? Wait, what was it? Uh, okay, so what are you most looking forward to driving this year? Oh, okay. Like new tracks, turbo car, and what okay. else? But then he says, have you considered promoting this on some sites? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely consider it all. Every time I post, literally, so when that shit started happening, when I would post and they'd say promote it on whatever, I used to just go and block the accounts thinking, like, how many of these can exist? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, now I just stop. It's not even worth it. Yeah. Like, I want to reply and just say, how would you promote it on my dick and shut the fuck up? But <laughs> it's not even worth it because it's just some fucking bot. It's so yeah. bad. Yeah. That's all I got. Um, I don't know. What I'm looking forward to most driving is, like, competition. That's what this year for me is like. I want to drive competition. Yeah, yeah. I've done enough like seat time and testing and. Right. You're got, a drifter now, so now you can actually you know compete. Yep. yep. So that's my plan. Like in turbo car, yes, obviously. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> more power. Um, I got one more. Okay. All right. For the people, do you need a lot of horsepower to drift? This is from Bill. No. <laughs> I think we <laughs> I proved, proved that. Really. I proved <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> And he says, what are some common misconceptions people have that give the impression Miatas are hard to drift? Good question. Yeah. Um, so I think they are twitchy, which makes them challenging to drift. But <coughs> people will say, like, there's not enough power, which is false. I had someone tell me the diff was going to blow up. And I'm like, oh, it's an open deal. You can't handle it. And I was like, nope, it's fine. Like, I feel like <laughs> people just look for excuses to, like, have it not be good. To not do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, the car's fine. Just... It's it just, just it's it. a little bit tricky. That's right. all. Just you just it. have to make it work. Yeah, that's that's it. People are just boners. Have some balls. <laughs> all right. So my first question. Well, it's not mine, but from Steve. Steve says, "When are you going to stop playing games and case swap it?" <laughs> 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 when he comes down and fronts the bill for me. All right, Steve. <laughs> Money bag, Steve. Come on Let's down. Go. All right. The next question is from Sideways Z. It says, what are you most looking forward to draw? Oh, yeah, I stole Same that one. Thing. Sorry. Way to steal it. I think that's it, right? Oh, <laughs> promote it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I got anything else. I got to go. I got so many social medias. Nope, that was it. Oh, I know. I had one more. I don't think I took a picture of it. But it was, uh, do you use a fork or as a, a knife or a spoon? to do your PB&J sandwich. Oh. Knife. Nice. Knife. I'm, I'm a knife person, too. Knife. Yeah. <laughs> People <laughs> actually use spoons? That's what I said. I was <laughs> like, excuse me, That's what? That's a thing? <laughs> That's actually a really good idea, yeah. though, because how many times are you scooping the peanut butter out and yeah. the shit just falls back in because you get, like, the little-ass string? Or the jelly, and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> Why well, just put so much of that shit on it? I just dumped the jar. <laughs> <laughs> DJ and I looked at each other like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was actually a good question. I yeah. like that one. I'm going to go home and have that for dinner. <laughs> All right. We got anything else here? I don't think so. We no. Covered pretty much everything. I mean. We're, I'm fucking good. I've just been sitting here listening to you guys. I don't know shit about drifting. So I'm just here for the for the information. I mean, just yeah, like everybody else. Just, I'm just excited that you're going to be more contest stuff. You know, like I knew going into it, like 
I had high hopes for GLD. Like me and you had kind of talked about this already because obviously you're on the program again for 2022 and we're here to support you as much as we can. But I had, (laughs) uh, you know, my doubts of GLD after what had happened, you know, it's an awesome place, but it's just not, doesn't do anything for us as a business. Mm -hmm. Um, So like no offense to anyone at GLD or anything like that, or the people that go there. Uh, it's just that we're not the right fit. You know, I tried making a cheap budget cage for them, and it just even that budget is not budget enough for Bob with his welder and someone's garage. You know, just putting shit together for people that's unsafe. You yeah. Know? So a safe budget cage still wasn't enough. So I was like, yeah, I don't even want to associate with that anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the cheap guy anymore. Like that's not like. It was the wrong path, We, but we still want to help out GLD. Yeah. I'll still sponsor the track if we can, if yeah. we get that offer again, but, like, helping you. But getting you to go to, like, a real event, not that GLD. Like, when you call them events, it's definitely not an event. Like, GLD is just a test day, right? You yeah. know, they have events, but, like, every time you go, it's not an event, you know. But going to an event where it's, like, there's a purpose, mm-hmm. that's what's going to be super cool. Like, It's going to be exciting for sure. It's going to be. I'm just excited to watch, yeah. you know. And have hopefully for us, you know, there's some other people – that I'm trying to get on board with the drifting community this year for, you know, that'll be in partners with Adam and hopefully they can do some cool things together. So yeah, that'll be exciting. I think 2022 is going to be a big year for a lot of people. Yep. It's going to be a fun year for sure. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like 2021 didn't even exist. It went Uh, by really fast and like good things for me, like good things happened. It was a good year for me. Yeah. But it was one of my best years. Like I, I, we're here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love 2021, but like, I feel like it was 2020. And then I feel like it's 2022. I don't feel like 2021 was there. Stamping it was gone. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Whirlwind. Yeah. It's going to be good. I'm so excited, though. They like, again, like more traveling, so more time, more money, but like, man, it's going to be cool. It's going to be more, a fun year. We got more power. Car's better than it was, has been before. So, I mean, you can definitely achieve your goal of going up a class as you go. Cause, mm-hmm. I mean, go listen to the Slip Angle podcast. The guy was talking that it was his first year drifting, and he was in the grid life one. Caught the drift bug so bad that he went home to his, like, local spot and ran one of their things that, like, when you win it, you win the season, you get the pro license or whatever for pro oh, yeah, spec. So he, yeah, so yeah, he, so he won, ran, he like, a pro-am. Yeah, so series. he ran whatever series was by him, and then when you win that series, you get the invitation to prospect yeah it was his first year drifting and he won that series and now he's doing prospect next year so if you guys don't want like if you want to hang out for like three more minutes i've got like this is so interesting because a lot of people that i've found like build their car like i'm going to do pro drifting yeah so they build a car and then go drive like pro-am right but they don't have a ton of driving experience so which is something that like because i wasn't able to just like buy a pro-am car right yeah so i have like three this will be year four of drifting so if i can make it like the end of this year like next year to pro-am i'll be going in with like five years of drifting experience which is great which that's great yeah which maybe gives me an edge as far as like oh 100 for sure 100 does and then all of a sudden then we're talking and then you know these are the things that go through my head where it's like oh yeah then all of a sudden like maybe i win or i get like a podium for this season and then i have a license yeah well that's what i'm saying is goals this guy comes from uh his, his name is robert thorne and he comes from, like, road racing and all types of racing, like one lap of America type shit. Mm-hmm. So he has good car control. But drifting is totally different. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying, you got a lot of seat time. You probably have more seat time than, like, 
90% of the drifters out there, how many times you go to JLD and just slide the car sideways for five hours a day? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So you do that once a week and you're, you know, you have a lot of seat time. Yeah. You just need more seat time on an actual track. So that, but I'm saying that can be good and you could be, you never know. You could be awesome. Get out yeah. there and do it and F- see. Fingers crossed. You know I'll right? let you guys know at the end of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there. Yep. Yep. We'll be, we'll be here. there watching. Heck yep. Yeah. So Adam, when you're listening to this podcast, we need Adam to get in to drifting this year. Let's so, go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's He'll, go. He's going to buy the spot. He's not asking for spree. He's just no, asking for the opportunity to get out the there. The check mark next to his name that mm-hmm. he can compete. So I'm in. Let's do it. Fucking go. This is Adam speaking for Adam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to get the fuck out of here. It's the great podcast, man. It was nice meeting you. Nice talking with you. It was a fun one. Again, if you guys want to see anything with Rods Racing, RodsRacing.com, Rods Racing on Facebook, Rods Racing on Instagram. You can get us on Google Podcasts. You can get us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the good stuff. So go ahead and stop by the shop if you want to. Come see us. Don't bring any bullshit. We're going to be out here drifting <laughs> and doing all the racing this year. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Peace. Later.